up, my people? We are back. It is a brand new motherfucking year. New date on the calendar. Um, <laughs> depending on how you look at it, you know. I think, you know, people get... People be talking shit about New Year's resolutions. But I think that you should make... I think you should make new plans for the year, you know? I mean, if you just bring the same shit every year do you ever assess what's going on you know i mean the end of the year is a good time to figure it out so i'm for it you know people get people get ridiculed for their new year's resolutions but i say make them anyway but yeah it is uh freezing in the shop i'm like shivering because it's so cold i didn't have the heat on i didn't realize how cold it had gotten so that's why I'm a little cold, but, uh, yeah, it's 2024. It's year of the fucking dragon on the Chinese Zodiac calendar. So, you know, I'm ready to go. If you're, if you're keeping up with what I got going on, uh, I ended friends and family this week. It ended actually today. Technically it shut down. Sent out, uh, an order form for all those people for the sorry shirt. And... Yeah, it's over. It feels kind of good, actually. It feels good to be free of the responsibility and to get super focused on other stuff. So I'm feeling relieved. It's crazy. I was talking to Ern. I'm like, it's kind of insane how something that you really wanted for so long and you you fought so hard to keep going and was like literally everything as far as you know making money and supporting my family and doing all the shit i wanted to do for years and then now you know in the last year it's become the very thing that is kind of holding me back so yeah it feels strange feels interesting but you know part of all this is the art of letting go my friend you know like it well you gotta fucking let go i'm uh studying a lot of buddhism because i think the buddhists have it right and most of my paintings and like imagery comes from like buddhist you know imagery so uh it's all seeping in but i gotta tell you it's making me a lot happier i just i sit up in here and i listen to buddhist chants and i paint my buddhist paintings my japanese paintings and i scour ebay for overpriced books that pissed about having to pay so much for but i just assume they're just gonna go higher and uh yeah it's been real nice though you know it's helped me and even like i feel like i finished this i finished the food Mew painting on rice paper i am the rice paper redneck that's my new name uh but i finished the fudo and the next day i just came in like ready to organize it's like fudo lassoed me up with his his whip and was like you need to organize i organized the fuck out of the shop Changed shit around, hung the TV today on the wall. Now we got Japanese like Tabori videos just playing constant loop. No sound, no sound is allowed. Just loop of videos like inspiring shit playing in all all corners of the shop. When you walk out of the back room from drawing, slapped in the face with more inspiration. You know, get back to work. You're not there yet. That's what we got going on. So, um, yeah, I'm stoked. Like the more I work on the shop, the more stoked I get. And I just, uh, I've made the decision this year that I'm going to do 108. You know, 108 is a big number, but it's also a very important number in Buddhism. 
but uh, I don't think anyone really knows why, but there's like 108 heroes and things like this. So um, I think it's like 108 lessons in Buddhism. I'm going to butcher this. So regardless, the goal is to do 108 24 by 36 paintings on rice paper, which means I need to finish one every 3.6 days. It's quite an undertaking. I don't know that I'll actually make it to the 108, but I don't think that matters. The journey seems like the thing. So uh, that's my plan. Like this year, I've literally cleared my schedule of tattoos right now. I have zero tattoos scheduled. No, I have one tattoo scheduled for February, I think. But other than that, cleared. Um, And basically, my new focus is to get these paintings finished because at the end of 2024 I want to have as close to or at least 108 24 by 36 paintings so uh that is the plan and I forgot my train of thought there but oh yeah uh so because of that because I have that goal set um I no longer have the space to really even entertain any type of tattoo idea that's not something that's awesome. So it's it's carved out a place for me to just sit and paint. And then the people who, who make it past Eric and Weston, the gatekeepers, with their ideas, uh, can get tattooed. And I also think going into this new year, I'm going to lower my prices for tattoos, which sounds kind of weird and crazy probably because most people are raising their prices. At night, I'll be flying. I believe I can fly. I am a unicorn. Uh, but I feel like, you know, looking at the world, looking at what's going on, looking at everybody, talking to people, motherfuckers are broke, you know? Um, and I feel like all the time I get on the Instagram and I see people who are just, the way folks talk to the public kind of just irks me. And people will be like, my prices are going up as of January. I haven't, I haven't changed my prices in four years and it's the times are changing. And it's just more of the like fear monger rolling thing. So I, I, I've really assessed it and like what I want to do and what I want to do is just put big Japanese or traditional tattoos on people like the mixture the whatever the, the hoary redneck style. And, uh, you know, the way to do that is to make it affordable for people so that we can get this massive amount of work done. It's, it's a huge undertaking. So going into the new year to entice people to just have a good, like literally the currency is a good idea and, and being willing to get something, you know, substantial, but the prices are going to go down. The availability is also going down, but, um, yeah, it just takes having a really good idea. Otherwise I, I've realized like I, I'm fine. I'm super content with painting. I I love it so much. It does so much for me. And uh, so, like, honestly, if I don't tattoo, I don't really care. I'm not, like, 20-some years old anymore where the tattoos mean everything to me. It's more about taking the time to create the artwork. The tattoos are kind of a gift to people. I know, like, a lot of tattooers don't view it this way. And they think it's, uh, you know, a service industry. And it is to a point, but... My time is the most valuable thing in my life. So if I'm going to give my time to somebody, you know, I should, it has to be something I'm into or else, you know, the, the paper just loves me too much. You know, the paper just, it holds me and it coddles me, tells me it loves me. Sometimes it tells me it hates me, but it doesn't show me the newest TikTok it saw. It's not 
listening to Drake. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things. And then at the end of the year, a big body of work that I can do all kinds of stuff with. So uh, I think it's been kind of like a lifelong goal to get to this point. So I'm at this point and that's what I'm going to do, which is, you know, a big reason that friends and family and shirts and all that stuff has to kind of get pulled back. But I do have like four graphics to drop on y'all. Um, it will be coming soon. As soon as I get around to it, it's literally just in the basement, which is pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. The 20, I just saw the chat 2024 Drake beef continues. The 2024 Drake beef is eternal. My friend, it's eternal. Not until he's gone will I stop. Everybody knows it. So, yeah, we got... That's the plans. That's what's going on in my head. I got all kinds of, you know, just studying. I keep getting these books. And I'm learning about every... You know, I have a very, like, small understanding of of uh, some of the deeper Japanese stories. Like, I know more than your average bear. But uh, I don't know everything and there's so much to dive into so i get the i get a book and i just you know dive into that book and so it really be fun to explore these stories myself paint you know a rendition of it you know explain the story to the world so that you know maybe maybe just possibly while people are scrolling through tiktok losing brain cells rapidly they might see something that's like, oh, I've never seen that before. And it might interest them to get a tattoo that Rihanna doesn't have. And that, I think, is the only weapon that we have on this shitbox called the Internet when it comes to the tats. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to do that. I'm stoked on it. So, we're having real fun. I've been ordering a lot of stuff, though. I mean, I haven't stopped. It all has to stop. I've, I've, I've reached the point. I mean, it's just the shop's going to be full and it's all art supplies and paper and stuff. It's not like I'm, um, I explained it may have said this last week, but you know, a lot of people will wear a Rolex. They'll spend 30 grand on a Rolex and I won't. Um, so if I, you know, if I ended up spending 30 grand on books and art supplies, I'm not, it's not even close to that number, but if it were, it would be okay. You know, it would be much more useful than like a trip to Bali or something like that. So, uh, yeah, and speaking of trips, so, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been on this podcast and I've been talking a lot of shit about traveling and I've been like, man, fuck traveling, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I still pretty much believe that, but, you know, excitement does get the best of me. I'm a human being. And I came home, I don't know how this shit started with Alex, but she brought up something about Japan and I thought I talked about wanting to get my back done. I've been doing all this. I mean, I mean listen to Buddhist chants in my car, even, even at the gym dog, Buddhist chants. It's like k- killing, you know, it's like the best. You just like nothing to really process. You just get in a fucking zone. So uh, I was like, man, I really want to get my back done. You know, like I don't have a back piece. I have two shitty little bird tattoos. I got when I was like 18 on my back. They're easily coverable. And, uh, I was like, I really want to get a food of Miu on my back. I was like, but I really want Toshi to do it. That's who I would prefer to do it. And Toshi's in Japan. And he tattoos Tabori, which is by hand. And it's really slow. So, I mean, if I was going to do something like that, you know, I'd have to, like, I'd have to basically plan to go back to Japan once a month, once every other month, or go for six months and just stay and try to knock out as much as possible and it'd probably take like two or three years just even doing it that way so 
we're like talking about it. Alex is fucking crazy. She's just like, yeah, I think you should do it. I think it would be epic. And I'm like, yeah, it would be absolutely epic. There's no lie about it. You have a great adjective. It would be epic. I mean, it's also going to be a small fortune. And the time in travel is just insane to think about. But then you also think about the other side. We're like, dog, I could just go live in Japan for like six months. That would be fucking sick. And get my back worked on and just come back with this sick-ass food on my whole back ass and thighs and just, ah, you know. But uh, I literally went to bed. I was looking for flights, which are insane. I was looking for flights, and I saw one that I had enough points for. I was like, damn, I could go as early as January 20th. And uh, so I hit Toshi up just to even see if this is a possibility. And he's like, well, I don't really have time until like March. But if you come early, you know, we'll figure it out. And so um, I go to bed, whatever. I wake up the next morning and I mean, everyone fucking knows, I think, what happened. Uh, I woke up and there was a straight up earthquake and a tsunami. It's like, okay, uh, maybe I don't go to Japan. Maybe I, maybe I don't do this right now. And what's even funny, we're well, not funnier, but peculiar is that while I was looking at the digger, Omar's like biting at my knee and shit, like just being crazy. So I was already pretty much like, okay, maybe, maybe we don't go, you know, just wait. And then today an airplane blew up on the runway, uh, that crashed into another plane. I didn't see all the details, like hit another plane and then blew up. I'm pretty sure people died. And that kind of sealed the deal for me. You know, the first time I went, not the first time, but one of the times I went to Japan, there was a tsunami, which was insane and shit shut down. The second time COVID happened. So I I feel like this, you know, I, you know, I don't think it's me, but I don't, you know, I'm going to take the signs that are there and just not, not go. So, plus I really, like I said in the last podcast, I think getting the stuff on the online marketplace right now is worth it for me. And I'm inspired to paint. Like once I'm not inspired to paint is when I think I should take off to Japan. So, and I'm not super convinced that our world isn't going to, uh, shift, you know, that our democracy may fall (laughs) completely apart here. Uh, you know, under the guise of pettiness, the pettiness of the adults that we live amongst who somehow have become officials in places. I don't fucking understand, but I don't really want to be in another country uh, subject to the fuckery of, you know, white women in business suits. That's the best way I'm going to say it. Like, pucker face white women who make rules. Like, I don't... There's so many of them out there that I've never seen before. But as soon as I see one, I become enraged. And I don't really... Like, non-politically, when I look at the lady in Maine... I just become so enraged by her fucking face that I'm like, it's just another white puckered faced bitch. Like it's so fucking annoying. And I just, I'm so lost and confused as to how I live in a world where white pucker faced bitches even come into my stratosphere. So I just, I can't, I can't leave because they have too much control over things that could happen. I just, I really feel like things, are going to fucking fall apart. So let's get through this election maybe or this next little cycle here and then we'll uh then we'll talk about it. But I am it is in the works. I, I do think maybe in the next year, 6 months to the year 
I mean, we're certainly going to do a trip to Japan, but whether or not I can get my back done by Toshi or not is a complete. I mean, it's like such a dream. I'd love to do it. It'd be fucking amazing, but it just seems like so crazy. I mean, it, the only way to do that and run my shop would really be to go there once a month. <laughs> and that seems kind of insane. And I don't, you know, I start to think like, how do you do that fiscally responsibly? Like, is there a way to get enough points to make that? Like, how do you make that? Like, how's that? How do you get that done the cheapest way possible? Because it, it seems like, they, you know, if you go to the airline, you're like, yo, I'm buying three tickets to Japan. Like, Can I go buy three, get two free or something? Because this is kind of stupid, you know? So, um, yeah, well, that's the plans. That's, that's what's rattling around in my brain right now. Um, yeah. Uh, so that will be our intro for tonight. I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Walt Disney, Nike, Google. Google. All right, let's look at this motherfucking chat. Lady D, fly Toshi out. Toshi is deported and banned. It is not an option. Plus, he has his own schedule in life and, you know. Some of that stuff going on, children. <clears throat> Where are you in your tattoo journey? Do you have stuff you're looking to get or finish? Uh, I still, the, the cavity, sometimes I forget that stuff exists. It's like I find stuff that I forgot that I used to have. And then I see it just scrolling. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot about that. So there's stuff still out there. There's also some things that I think are going to reprint eventually. So I don't, I'm not spending the crazy money on it, but there's a few things that if they popped up, I'd spend the money and just get them. I mean, reference is invaluable. Like having six books out while you're painting and drawing just, I mean, it's way better than a computer and searching for shit. Like it's just, I think a lot of people might, well, I know I did. I tricked myself a long time ago. I sold a bunch of books too, before they got stolen. Cause I was like, I'm not going to need this shit anymore. You know, like, I'll just put it on my iPad or I'll just, you know, I can Google most of this stuff. It's like, yeah, you could Google every Kuniyoshi print, but you can't pick out the book and flip through it and hold it and just like be with it and, you know, not see an ad for a fucking double into dildo or some shit. So yeah, I don't know if that journey is ever over. I think buying books is a compulsion, but I think it's a healthy one. You know, at least these books have value and will only get more valuable, you know, as, people continue to want and get into tattooing they're going to search out stuff they missed on i'm also baking on the fact that there's going to be a bunch of tattooers that quit how is this thing dead already i charged it like 20 minutes ago that's that bullshit and uh once they quit they're gonna dump their stuff That'll be an opportunity. Oh, yeah, Typhoon. I said Tsunami. I meant Typhoon. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, Japan is on one right now. I don't... And it's just like you also get in your head about things. Travel is such a fantasy. Like, in your mind, you start thinking about, oh, I'll go here, I'll go here. here." And I'm like, dude, you already did all this shit. And I I told Alex, you know, I was like, Alex, I love you very much, and I appreciate how supportive... I mean, I have the most supportive wife in the world. She's like build that shop up how you want it so she's i mean dude she's i don't even know how to explain it so um 
she's like giving me my dream of whatever I want in the shop. I don't even know where I'm going with this. Cause I started talking about her. Uh, yeah, I forgot my train of thought. Regardless, my wife is the best. She lets me get all kinds of awesome shit for my shop. I totally forgot my train of thought though. I do remember Mike Roper from Tucson. Yes. Amazing tattooer. One of the greats. One of the greats. I'm trying to end it. I'm trying to read the chat up here. <laughs> Teddy got a big dick. Trust me. All right. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. Depends. Not compared to like a rocket. Okay. Also, Teddy, any desire to do like a collab with Tyler Nolan? I don't know who that is. If he's a tattooer, I probably don't know who he is because I don't I don't pay attention. So So I'm trying to read I can't read for whatever reason today. Hi Teddy, does the Kirby Industrial Complex have hype men to get you fired up? To sell them hoes. Uh, yeah, so how Kirby works is, or how it used to work when I did it is, uh, you go in in the morning for a team meeting. And so at there's one big manager, and that manager has all these other managers. And all the other managers underneath that have a crew. And that crew is revolving all the time because people quit instantly. But you have a team meeting in that morning where somebody gets up and they motivate the fuck out of everybody. And I remember one of my first ones, there's a guy there who looked pretty rough. Like that was the thing that got me. I think in is dude looked pretty rough. Like he had a chip tooth and he had like tattoos, like posting out knowing what I know now, he definitely did time in prison. Um, and him and these other guys were just like, they were real slick, man. They're like some of the slickest talking dudes I've ever met to this day. Still. Um, yeah, the big guys were, were on it. I, I would love to fucking talk to those dudes now. But um, I guarantee you they're doing tons of blow and just all kinds of shit. But I remember one of the team meetings when I first started was a prison guy talking about how he had gone to the grocery store and he didn't look at a single price. He just, him and his kids put everything they wanted in the basket and they just, you know, they went home and it was like, when they checked out he's like i was like fuck 600 bucks but whatever we had everything and i remember being 18 and just being like what you know like you could like go to the grocery store and not look at the prices of anything i want that you know i was like i I want i want to live like that you know because i was not living like that so uh i think that's what really hooked me to start and then those like talks would just yeah i mean they would just ball out in front of you and they would do the rapper thing you know they'd rent fucking nice yukons and denali's and shit these like the year they came out one dude had a navigation system put in i remember it was like the first garmin i was like dude that thing's so fucking sick oh my god i mean that motherfucker would have drove you off a cliff for sure but i was like i think so awesome it's like thirteen hundred dollars you know uh so they really hook you in and then one time i did a sales i did i led one of the motivational talks because I, my first two weeks I sold 15 Kirby's and they were just like mind blown at how good of a salesman I was. I mean, my first check from Kirby was like $6,000 or something. And I was like, I was dude, I was hooked. I was like, bro, 
I got money. You know, I'm like 18, 19 years old. My girlfriend at the time's parents have been calling me a loser. And I remember, I remember pulling over after I got my check and calling on a payphone and being like, hey, tell your mom I just got a check for six grand. Blah. It's like going off. I mean, I was on my boiler room shit, doc. I was on my boiler room shit. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I gave one of those speeches and, and I quit. I mean, I just quit like that. I mean, I just quit. Like, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go learn a tattoo. I just quit. So, I mean, if I hadn't, I'd probably be a, a Kirby millionaire right now. I'll probably have a fucking Kirby chain all bezeled out, but I don't. So I went another way. <laughs> All right, long-time follower. I was gone for two years, just came back. What, one week and start off where I left off? I'll never forget the Boost era. Oh, that fucking reminds me. Yeah, the Boost era was sick. Uh, fuck, I mean, you know, corporate companies are stupid. Uh, can I reach this? Hold on a second. Oh, I got way too excited for that. I don't know if I can reach this. My head's all Give me two seconds. <laughs> All right. So fucking funny enough is today, not today, but the other day I got a box in the mail. Uh, dude mailed a message me and told me he was sending it, but I thought he just he said, I'm pretty sure he had said, I have a boost ball. I want you to sign. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, whatever you want, if that's what you want to do. And yeah. Uh, so Garrett, this gentleman, Garrett sent me to make sure I'm not doxing anybody. Uh, Sent me this fucking pair of 350s today to sign, which I think is like the funniest thing. I was like, you know, some things just transcend time. It's like no matter, look at this, no matter what, uh, no matter what happens or happened, it's just like that is a moment in time that will always exist. And, you know, you know, just like the art of letting go and all that stuff, it's just like, it's it's still cool, even though it's in the past and it's, you know, now to me from the perspective where I am now, it's fucking goofy. Cause it doesn't really represent me, you know, who, who or who my ego thinks it is or whatever. Uh, but it is still so cool that there's still that and that that exists, you know, it's like forever connected in some way. Uh, and I think as long as you don't get in your fucking butt about it, where people think like, Oh, I'm fucking famous. Then you can always enjoy it. Cause it's just, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool that like that's like still exists. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's I think that's awesome. Uh, as shocked as I was, <laughs> it's like, oh, there's shoes in here. I texted him today. I was like, dude, sorry, it took me like four days to open these. I didn't realize there was a pair of shoes in there. But, but yeah, man, the Boost Air was a great air. You can't hate on it because it's the only reason that. Anyone knows anything at this point, you know, it's, you can never call it. You can never call where it's going. I've learned that. And it's just got to enjoy the ride and the impermanence is the impermanence. I'm, I'm not even the best at that. I, mean, I worry about losing stuff that I, I cherish some stuff so much that I'm like worried about losing it, but that's not good. You got to be willing to lose it all. You know? Is that a Stanley? How does this come up? <coughs> Every goddamn podcast. Yes. What is the deal with the Stanley? Why? 
I've had them all. I've had every single, I've had the Stanley for like a year now, but like for whatever reason, is Stanley the new hype shit or is it like the non-hype shit? Is it the earring in the wrong ear so you know you're gay thing or is it like, nah, you got the fucking cool Stanley? Like what, what is it? Am I, am I, uh, uh, I don't remember the other brands cause, uh, fuck. What are the other brands? A Yeti, a Yeti hater. I just want to know. I just want to know. Placido Rodriguez. What's up, Teddy? Always great having you talk. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoy it because that's what I'm going to be doing here. That's what I'll be doing. Card to show patience and be willing to travel over a thousand miles. Stanley flips on stock eggs. Really? Stanley's the new boost? How? Why? What the fuck are y'all talking about? Why? What for? I only bought this. Look, I'll, I'll give you the... I have another one over here. I bought this one. What's this one? Who's this one made by? I can't even read it. I'll read it in the screen easier. Therm... Oh, Hydra Peak. Oh, yeah, the other one's Hydra Flask. So Hydra Peak. This motherfucker leaked like crazy. It leaked all up in my Tesla. So... I was like, fuck this thing. I can't travel with that. And so I got the Stanley. And now everybody's telling me the Stanley is the hype shit. Yeah, should I ever start reviewing Stanley's? I mean, that would be fucking sick channel. See how many fucking ding-dongs I can get to watch that. <laughs> I'm sure I could get people to watch that. That'd be so funny. Like, the new. This is the new Stanley Platinum off-white. Not off-white, off-white, but off-white color, because that's what this one is. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. There's a whole Stanley. There's a bunch of Stanleys on deck around here. They're sold out. Every, dude, we have racks of them. Do, is, do I need to start a new enterprise? Have, there's an REI across the street. There's a whole, a whole fucking like cereal aisle full of them shits. In fact, when I walk by them, I'm like, why are there so many of these? Do this many people need reusable cups? Like once you buy one, do you need, how many do you need? You know, unless they leak, I don't get it. That's a weird one. I didn't know. They have all the limited edition Stanleys. They're super hard to come by. And the Percocet soccer moms buy the shit out of them when they hit the Target shelves. Well, damn, Annerly, hit me up with the legit colors. I'll start going to REI early. I'm at the shop early before REI even opens. Look at that fresh stock. Look at that fresh stock. What are the worst parts of being an influencer? Just about every part of it. <laughs> just the part. Just just about every part of it. Literally, because uh, it, it becomes unauthentic very quickly. You can't like. First off, anyone who wants to be an influencer is a goof because they're you know they're they're trying to fill some weird void. But then it all just becomes like people use you for your audience. They don't care about you. It's really you know making it in this world is really about collecting an audience and then everyone is just like a vampire and they was, they just want to use you to get to the audience, like build the trust with your audience and then sell them out. That's what, that's what they want you to do. 
And if you don't play that game, you won't make it very far. And, and I'm very much proof. I'm not mad about it, but I'm very much proof of that. Um, so, I, you know, I wouldn't say it's the worst part. It's the worst and the best part is that people are fake. And if you... If you're smart enough to see it for what it is, you can learn a lot about people and you can learn a lot about their fairweatherness and their emotions and really how fickle they are in what they they think they mean or believe, you know. So uh yeah, it's a very interesting thing. You just kind of become a brand whore and even if you legit like something, which I did, uh it starts to shift, you know, and then when something I, there's, I mean, I remember the video, the exact video that it shifted where I was like, I don't enjoy this anymore. And it was the, uh, those mid ultra boosts that were all crazy colored, like yellow, blue. They were like some universe. I don't they were on a universe. I can't even remember what they were called. But it was a weird ass blue and yellow mid ultra boost. And I was just remember in the review being like, I am just not feeling this then <laughs> that was like pretty much the end but yeah i just think back to all the people who are up my ass every day of the week it's like hey hey can you can you do this can you can you promote this can you do that can you do this or when i do a drop like oh dog i gotta have that shirt bro like text to me oh bro pull me one pull me two pull me three pull me four it's just like where the fuck are y'all now <laughs> you know it's like oh i oh i got it i didn't follow the i didn't follow the fucking next thing on deck and so how is that a place for anyone to be themselves? It's not. It's a it's a fishnet. It's like once you get caught in a net of interest, then it's like how many more people can you bring in? And don't you dare fucking go the other way or get a new interest or be human or anything like that because though the people who have subscribed to you, for the most part, not you fine folks, but the people who have subscribed to you are only here for that one thing, and they don't want you to, they don't want to hear anything else. And it's just like, yo, like, that's not good for anyone involved. So the whole th- the whole thing is just kind of fucked, you know. I wouldn't trust a single influencer in this world, you know. I'm a retired. I think I'm gonna put out a shirt that just says "retired influencer." It's in my Twitter bio. <laughs> I, I like being a retired influencer. I, I think it's cool that I get to put that on my resume. But yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, Stanley hooked that lady up because her cup still had ice in it. What? I don't even know what that means. Um, I th- oh, that car. You mean the car that was caught on fire? I think I saw that video, actually. <laughs> I think my wife is a Percocet soccer ball. <laughs> Thoughts on the current sneaker game? I mean, I guess I haven't been paying attention. I couldn't tell you anything that's coming out at all. So, I don't know. I would assume it's very boring and very watered down and just a lot of people trying to hold on to something that no longer exists. I mean, that's what that's what I would assume. I've seen nothing. I mean, nothing comes up. But, I, I you know, I got to be honest. I'm, I'm very rare. I mean, I've been so off the Internet this week, it's, it's unfathomable. I, I, I'm doing great. Just like I have so much to read. I am so excited about painting that it's like kind of all I can think about. So I'm just ingesting more and more about that. And I'm making my own paint and I'm, you know, there's just so much of a process. Uh, and I've really just enjoyed thinking about the stuff that I actually give a fuck about that. I haven't seen any, any shoes. I mean, obviously 
We all wear shoes. You have to fucking get a pair of shoes every once in a while. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, there's, I mean, no, I sold the Nikes that came in. I sold those. Uh, I'm wearing a pair of Yeezy. I never remember 500s, the ones with the fucking tumors all over them. Uh, I can't remember. The 500s or three, three, seven, 40, six, um, eight, I don't know. I think they're the 500s. Um, I always get the 500 confused with the Wave Runner because I can't remember what the number Wasn't that a numbered one, too? Regardless. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't. It's funny, I was thinking about it today. I was like, I wonder what shoes I'll buy next because I don't have another pair, really, when these go stinky. And, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just nothing interesting. I think like, at the end of the day, bro, it's like it's just colors. And, yeah, I love, that's why I've bought all these different paints and shit. I realize, like, yes, I love colors and I love to paint because I get to mix colors and, like, put them next to each other and see these colors next to each other and experience it. And how much fun is that to do? for myself instead of like ingesting what some fucking dorks in some factory did on a, on a global level, you know, it's very silly. There are people who freaked out about, Oh my God, this shoe's fucking limited. There's only a thousand pairs. I'm like, yeah, well there's only uh there's only one of those and there's only one of those and one of those and one of those, one of those. Well, there's a bunch of those, one of those, you know, there's only gonna be one of these. I'm done painting that. Like, they trick you. They trick you into thinking that there's like rarities in the world that come from a corporation when the real rarity is the stuff that you make, the stuff your friends make. And yeah, like your friends probably not going to make your shoes, but at the end of the day, the goofy shit it is goofy, you know? Uh, it was cool to get excited when they were doing cool collabs because you got to see stuff with artists. And that was where I think Adidas really shined with the consortium consortium uh, thing. But like, yeah, if we're all honest, it fell flat after that, and yeah, I think it's just a t- time is over, and I think you can get a lot more out of just being an artist instead of looking at colorways of stuff. <clears throat> I gotta get closer. I can't see. How do you deal with over creativity? What does that mean? <laughs> You're gonna have to elaborate on that one, animal. I'm not sure. Can I get a tattoo depicting the story behind the Kawasaki Kaneyama shrine? Demon fell in love with a girl. He hid in her kitty cat, then bit the dick of her husband until till a smith made her a steel one and broke teeth. Oh, yes. Let's do it. I'm down. That'd be a fucking sick back piece. See, great idea. Adidas mid prototype. That is what it was called. There you go. That is, I don't, Charles Dawson, why are you talking about Chomp on this? I don't know. I know that video, but I don't know why we're. I see a lot of influencers with lost looks in their eyes. It's a sad commentary on our country. Yeah, dude. They look like cornered animals and just vacant souls who are like oh yeah oh yeah oh uh, guy yeah check this out so-and-so sent me so-and-so i'm really stoked it's like are you you know i mean are you or have you just been doing this shit now you know i'm very fortunate in so many fucking ways but you know one of the major ways is that i came into the game with a skill i didn't i could not imagine if i thought in my brain 
that I was just going to make you two be the thing. Like it's whether I've believed it or known it or not, it's always been about turning people on to the artwork. And that's why the shirts worked for a while. And you know, that's why when I finished 108 paintings or however many I get done, that'll work too. Uh-huh. Yeah, influencers are crazy. I don't, I don't see where it's going to end. Uh, what about Jordans? I don't know anything about Jordan Jordans. I'm sure they're just making the same ones. What can I, what else can I say about Jordans that I've never said before? You know, they're uh. They're not good shoes, you know? I mean, people, I, I don't understand uh, sports. I'm I'm very lost. I don't get it. I mean, I do get it, but I don't want to accept it, you know, that people waste a lot of their, you know, life energy caring about sport. And I just don't give a fuck about Michael Jordan. I never had, I mean, I did when I was a kid, I guess, because everyone did. But that's just the proof of the good marketing in the 90s, man. The fact that that shit stuck so hard that dads my age had to be put their kids in Jordans. And now those kids are like, yeah, you know, my dad put me in. And it's just going to keep happening. And I get it. That's It's cultural. Like, that's fine. But I, I don't like it. I don't give a shit. If I was on a flight sitting next to Michael Jordan... I, I look to my right, I go, huh, Michael Jordan, crazy. And then I go back to listening to whatever the fuck I listen to. I, there's nothing to talk about. So, yeah, ain't no thing. I just don't care. I don't care how many times motherfucker puts a ball through a hoop at all. I don't. I'm much more impressed by, by artists. I just I just am. Sports guys don't do it for me. They don't inspire me. I'm more inspired by Kiyosai and Yoshitoshi and Kuniyoshi and some living tattooers who are amazing. <clears throat> You're naming your album You're Here because I once said it and it stuck with you. Awesome. That sounds good, B. You are here. I like it. Donde Earn. Earn is... In Las Vegas, I think. He actually might not be. I don't know where he is. He said he's going to be here mid-January, so a week or two. Maybe not this stream, next stream, but the next the one after that. How's Jay? I don't know. <laughs> I could. I, we don't talk. I, I couldn't tell you. You'd have to ask him how he's doing. You know, whether or not. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Ask him how he's doing. <laughs> animal your mind racing on what to create next um lists you need a, you need lists you absolutely have to keep a list <clears throat> and that's there's really like no way around that because you're going to get signals over and over and over and sometimes they come in in droves sometimes they don't come in at all so you need to keep a list and execute each one as as you do and just be excited about the fact that you now have you know, banked ideas. Cause if you keep the list, it gets to get out of your head, which opens your brain to receive more good ideas. 
But you definitely got to pick which one to work on. Finish it. Get to the next one. You know. <laughs> don't let a don't let a blessing like having too many ideas fuck you up. I mean, that's a great thing to have. <clears throat> and if you have a list, you could kind of make a hierarchy. You know, if they live on that list for a while, you could kind of see like, okay, I'm excited about this one. I'm not excited, you know, whatever. So lists. I'm a very big proponent of lists every day. I wake up in the morning. And I start making a list. As soon as I wake up, I start making a list of the things that I immediately come to mind that I need to do. It's the best way. I learned it from my friend Trey. Rest in peace. But he's a list-making motherfucker. And, yeah, he fucking has been a game-changer in my life. Well, man, that's the first person I'm going to have to remove from the fucking chat. That's wild. That's unfortunate. Let's see. What do I report you as? There you go. I can't believe there's still people out there like that. Uh, Castillo, get rid of this fucking retard who's in here I know I'm not supposed to say that word but I can do what I want <clears throat> what's up Yoshiko um, is the Puffco the way of the future yeah I really think it is uh, can't get up in this thing um, I don't know why this doesn't work for me now I tried to use Alex broke the glass. Yes, that guy. Um, Alex broke the glass on the Puffco at the house. So we were using, we went analog for like a week. We still are analog. <clears throat> and um, I've been, yeah, it's, it's just all big. Like, I feel like the, you get a better bubble, you know, you get a better like, and you can chug a better, but it's not it's not different enough. I mean, dude, the nails, like you spend so much money on nails and glass and you know, the butane and the torch and all that. Like you really you can't make such a big difference between it. This is just like so much better. It really it really is. I don't I still think I enjoy the others the, the analog, you know? Uh but I really can't deny that this is like it works. And definitely if you had one of the other ones too, it works so much better than than they did. So I mean it, it works. I would I'd be hard pressed if you know told if you were like I'm I'm buying something, I'd be hard pressed to tell you not to get it. Because they are great. So <laughs> Do I think I'll ever go back to doing door to door sales to see if I still got it? I don't think so. No, I don't. I hope not. That'd be crazy. Maybe if it's like the end of times and what, and then what I gotta sell. Like, hey, uh, I'm here to sell you. We're trying to make money doing door. Like, all I know is door. All I, I had Kirby. I'll go back to my Kirby ways. I'm getting there. That's what I'll do is I'll pretend I'm selling something and get in their house, and then rob them blind. I'll take all their stuff. It's the end of the world. Be like, I'm here to sell you 
some capsules that turn into turkey and gravy. I found them in an experimental lab. They'll feed a family of four with two capsules. You're like, what? I got to come in and show you. You got a glass of water? I need a big glass. It's going to grow into a big turkey. As soon as they get the glass, it's over with, son. Got them, you know what I'm saying? Had that sound in there from when I was making fun of Snoop Dogg and I forgot to use it. Snoop Dogg made a Hot Pocket song. Fucking dork. Snoop Dogg. Can't stand him. Can't stand him. No, no door-to-door sales probably. Do you think it's strange to wear only one brand of clothing? No. Well, I mean, depends. Like, if it's Bape, yes. <laughs> if it's just, like, regular clothes, no. <laughs> you know? If it's Bape, yes. If it's Hanes, no. If it's uh, Supreme, yes. If it's uh, Levi's, no. Uh, should I keep going? I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> it depends on your intention. If you're like, I only wear polo. Now, if polo is the only thing that fits, that's a, different, a whole different story. But to only wear Gucci, so to speak, or something like that would be ridiculous. One time I flew to Japan with a with a mom and a son who had, had full Gucci on, and I thought it was the most incredible sight. And the dude just put a Gucci headband over his face to sleep. It was wild. I was like, I wonder what they do. I wonder what they're all about. They had to have been paid some. They were in first class. I was in on first class, but I was on points. I was in poor man's first class. They were in rich people first class. They paid for it. For sure. Happy Tuesday. Happy New Year. Yeah, man. Happy New Year. It's a new That's a new one. Gotta get going. Gotta get cracking. Time stops for no one. <laughs> Which Puffco do I recommend? Do I like it more than flour? I almost never smoke flour. I feel like flour is a forest fire in my mouth. There's so much smoke and matter, and it takes so long. Sometimes I get in the mood to puff on a J with my wife, and uh, I'm like, yeah, we got a joint. She's like, yep. And she'll light it in like two puffs. I'm like, I'm fucking good. She, so now she gets these tiny little dog walkers because I can make it through one of those, which is funny because I used to burn down fucking gorilla fingers, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like to burn them down fucking dutch master supreme so uh yeah not these days i don't like flour yeah i like to get a dab and get going with my life i ain't got time for that shit you know i'm doing painting i gotta grind down sumi ink for fucking 30 minutes now a day i ain't got time for a joint yeah who's got time for that give me my goddamn drugs and let me go on with my day you know what i'm saying lord Carhartt, the working man shit. Like, what if you wear only that? <laughs> what are you working on? I guess, you know, work in progress. They make some cool stuff, you know? They do. There's a lot of cool clothes out there, you know? The thing is, is how much of it do you need? We're like little fucking... I, I think build the character really changed people up. I, I really do. I don't really like... I think trying on clothes for skinny people is fun. You know, I think growing up, I always hated trying on clothes. Trying on clothes as a chubby kid or a fat adult, uh, you know, it's more like it's more like a test. You know, it's more like trying to squeeze through a, a, a doggy door 
when a dog is chasing you, you know, you're like, you're guessing what's going to happen. You're running at full speed and you're just going to jump through there and it can be demoralizing. I think that like skinny people just like it because they're like, oh, hell yeah, that look awesome, you know? And then when you're fatter, you're just like, let's see if I can make myself look just okay. <laughs> you know, like, okay enough <laughs> to not look like I've lost it. Not that I feel like that about myself now. I'm just saying, growing up, now I don't really. I mean, I care because I want to live, but you know, I don't. I'm not like, oh, I need to look skinny today, you know. But when I was out here in these streets on the Punani Patrol, of course, you know, of course. All right, the next person that talks about pooping in the chat, you get removed. There's no poop talk, you fucking weirdos. I don't know why the fuck. I don't know why. That's what I also don't understand. We've been doing this shit for how long now? Y'all know I regulate, so I don't know. I don't know why y'all try with the fuckery. You know? I ain't PewDiePie. I'll come to your house and slap your fucking parents. Stop playing around. I don't even know what buttons are. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks and finishing them because that's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go. Yep. <laughs> At Sears trying on the Husky tough jeans. I'm triggered. Yeah. I used to wear, I didn't wear, dude, I wore sweatpants until I was like probably in shit. I don't know. Fifth grade. I refused. My mom, I remember I had a pair of jeans that were really just sweatpants that looked like acid wash jeans. And they were like my favorite shits ever. I was like, oh, yeah, these are the shit. I hated anything with buttons and restrictiveness. I was like, mm, no way. You know? Then you start getting attracted to girls and you're like, oh, I gotta wear jeans. Fuck. This is bullshit. I gotta wear corduroys and jeans and look cool and be funnier than everybody else in class. God, and learn how to fight. Ah, oh, it's terrible. And deal with my parents' divorce. God, it's a wonder I made it out without fentanyl, to be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, Crack myself up. <clears throat> Ernesto Cruz, what up, dog? Chilling. Smoking a blunt, grilling chicken. I haven't been able to eat chicken lately. Dog, every fucking day, I, I, well, I've eaten it, but I don't like it anymore. I don't know what's happened to me. I don't like it. I'm fine with beef. I don't really eat fish unless I'm by the ocean. But, like, dude, lately, chicken is just fucking feeling weird. Its entire existence to me feels weird. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what a chicken even fucking is, you know? It's fucking weird. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't feel. I'm not trying to ruin your dinner. I just, you know... I'm just like last night we went out to eat at this place called Raza Fressa in Niwot, which if you're ever in this area, they got some good food. Shout out to Raza Fressa. They're not paying me. I just love them. Um, but dog, I was like, you know what? Let me get the beef taquitos tonight because chicken lately has been fucking weirding me out. And then beef taquitos came out last night. I was like, holy shit. This is like, this is like Taco Bell if Taco Bell was good. This is like, it was like gourmet Taco Bell. But like, oh, I don't even know. So good. I'm going to go get some tomorrow. I'm going to go back. I'm going to double dip. But yeah, no chicken for me lately. I don't know what it is. 
Not sure. <laughs> Bugle Boys. God damn. Yeah, I remember Bugle Boys. You got IOU. You know, OP was big. Ocean Pacific. They had all kinds of shit. <laughs> Could have turned to Fent God if shit went left. Yeah. I don't know if people meet God on fentanyl, but I don't know that you last very long on the Fetty Wap out here. I think it's insane. I mean, I just don't understand, you know, and I've done, I never got into heroin or opioid. I took fucking Oxycontin recreationally to get tattooed because I didn't know it was like, you know, that, that movie they made where they're like, like, everyone's just taking it to party and shit. Like, yeah, that was the way it was. The shit was everywhere. So I remember we would get it to get tattooed like we would take it because you just wouldn't give a fuck you'd get tattooed and you wouldn't care but i remember i took one once got tattooed smoked a blunt and was like you know what i'm just gonna drive i was in richmond i was gonna stay the night i lived in dc i was like you know i'm just gonna drive home dude i woke up the next morning in dc i was like i don't remember driving home at all like not even a little bit so we i that was the last time i took them but i luckily didn't like get hooked at all yeah, dude, we just took them shits for fucking fun. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like a fun little drug that was just going around. Wild. Well, I'm lucky I don't, I mean, I guess I'm not too addictive of a personality. I didn't like feeling like that. That was, that's too much for me. But I don't get it. I just don't understand. Like, you see all this shit on the internet about these young kids getting into it. And I just don't. I know there's always a deeper issue and, and, you know, there's always like a, you know, the, the consumption is a side effect or, you know, a symptom, but you would think that they, you'd find something else. Cause that one, that one's not, not, not good. That's not good. It's really fucking people up. So in fact, I can tell you about the Snickers bandit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a Snickers bandit. We have chocolates in the front of the shop because, you know, people, their blood sugar drops. They want a sweet treat. It's nice. It looks cool. It's polite. On the front, in the, on the front counter. The other day, I'm sitting back here working, and I hear the chime on the door, so I get up and go to the front. Before I can get to the front, there is a man, disheveled, Indian man disheveled, missing the front tooth. And he's got his hand down into the jar, grabbing candy. And I, I look at him. I'm like, "Dog, you serious? You know, this is this. We're doing this. You know." And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you." So he throws a penny on the counter, puts it on tails too, which is just fucking, you know, superstitiously fucking offensive. I was like, well, "Fuck! Of course you put it on tails. You fucking broke ass. I mean, how are you gonna fucking come and bring your bad luck and drop it off on me?" I swiped that penny out the shop without even touching it, dog. I was like, "I ain't touching that thing." I fucking blew on it, hit it to the floor, kicked it, you know, fucking got it outside, made sure it landed on heads to save somebody else's life. It's like you ain't fucking with me, you goddamn psychic vampire. So i'm like all right you got one on me don't come back do not come back in the fucking shop you know he keeps talking to me and asking all these questions that's day one day two he comes by again but the door is locked so he yanks on the door i see him i'm like go away you know he does some crazy shit in the window he wipes his face all over the glass 
Then another day he comes in, he runs towards the fucking Snickers bar thing again. I'm like, no, get the fuck out. And at that point, I had to call security because uh, we're supposed to call security when these things happen. And then security comes and they kick him out of the parking lot or whatever. And I feel bad because I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to get involved. But like, dude, can I, if I can't have fucking candy on the counter, we're not a society. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm fine with giving you one piece, but God damn it. This is not a fucking homeless candy shop. You know, like I feel like they went back and told the, you know, cause Eric let one guy have it and he seemed really nice. And it was like, all right, you know, and there's even one guy that comes by every year. Once a year, he comes by, I give him 20 bucks to buy weed. Cause he comes by once a year and he's a veteran, but like this motherfucker pushed it, pushed it. So he got trespassed. <laughs> and I guess the security camera is like, oh, yeah, he's been trespassed. Like, he's been making the rounds. He's got, like, trespassed, like, all over town. And I guess I'm, like, the last place. He's like, he, you might be one of the last places he could go. I was like, well, he fucking blew it, man. You know, you're not yourself when you're hungry. And you got yourself fucked up trying to get a Snickers out my jar because it's fucking ridiculous. But And then it's just offensive because always – always with the the unhoused and mentally unstable they will still talk to you about a tattoo they want to get and you're just like you're pushing a cart dog like i'm all for giving people respect but we gotta meet people where they're at you're pushing a cart i'm trying to do body suits we're not fucking having a conversation can you please fucking leave you know it's just not it's not being unhuman it's not being impatient it's being stern like the fucking Fudo Miu and being immovable. Get the fuck out of my shop, though, dog. I'm going to hit you with my last one. I'm going to lash you the fuck out of the shop. So, yeah, that sucked. But, yeah, that's just, you know, that's just the way it is. I will say I've complained on this, you know, about the, the, the homeless, unhoused situation here. And I will say I'm sure it hasn't actually gotten better. But it does seem like the city is trying harder to do something. I don't, you know, I know no one has the answers. Um but I will say, since I've complained about it, I feel it's only right for me to say that I've noticed, at least around where I'm at, things are different. Um, I'm going to scroll back up because I feel like I saw something about Godzilla and I didn't read the whole thing. So I'm going to see. Oh, well, I didn't see that. Did I see Chappelle's new special? I did not. I'll have to watch that when I get home. I didn't see that or the kill. T- I haven't seen anything this week. I didn't see the kill Tony. I don't think I watched any television. I didn't even listen to anything when I painted. Yeah, I really, you know, I sat here in silence and I painted for like four hours the other day. And this is going to sound crazy, but I like could hear the brush like crossing over the paper, like the slightly like scratch. And I was just like alone with my own thoughts for so long. And then some of the thoughts were crazy. I'm like, where are these thoughts coming from? You know, like, what? What is do? What? What? Like, some of the shit is just so random. I like thought about kids from grade school. Like, so much shit just comes flushing in. And I just thought about, of course, because I'm human and I'm like, want to compare myself to other people. <laughs> I wonder when the last time, you know, people I know didn't have anything going on just silence where they just sat there and did something that was sort of meditative and silence for like four hours which is not for everybody because your thoughts take you on i mean at the end i had like you know try to control my thoughts because there are so many of them coming in but 
it is kind of crazy how much info all the time is just coming at us always and uh how when you turn it off what your own brain presents to you is pretty entertaining you know especially get a little notebook and make little notes (laughs) like i gotta keep a little notebook around me at all times and shit comes i'm like i can't believe i just thought that that's that's wild so yeah that uh i don't even know how the fuck i got on that but and here's this Godzilla. Disappointed with Godzilla minus one. We're about to spoil it. I don't feel like I spoiled it last time. It's been long enough. Want to see him fight another monster, not the arm. Nah, Frankie, you're tripping, dog. You're tripping. You're misunderstanding what this Godzilla minus one is, bro. There is no other monster. There is no... We are... We, not we. But Godzilla is the monster, and Godzilla represents so much. It's not about that. You got to look deeper, dog. It's not about... Um, oh, come on, man. The arm, it's not about the army. Now, I agree with you. I don't like it. I think Godzilla should have fucking killed everyone. I do. I think Godzilla should have eradicated. I don't like the hope. I don't like that. I, I, I do think that Godzilla should always win. Heads or tails? Tails, Godzilla, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's how it should be. Fatality. But in this one, it's showing... Godzilla represents more like America and its fucking nuclear superpower. And Japan's already been devastated, eradicated, destroyed. And so they're already minus one, you know, and they're just, they've got nothing. And here comes this unexplainable thing, which is really a representation of the thing that just happened, which is the nuclear bombs. And it's a really an incredibly powerful piece. And that movie is so good. I mean, it's the best Godzilla ever made. I don't want to see him fight another monster, honestly. I want him to still... I do want him to eradicate people, though, because people are so cocky. And in these movies, they always have to, like, live and shit. And it's like, that's not what's going to happen. If Godzilla really existed and he splashed up out of the ocean, there's not going to be people living. He's going to win. It's Everyone's done. There's not going to be one family that makes it. You know, and even if they do, there's not going to be anything to do. They're going to be bored. And they're going to fucking off themselves. So, you know, it's just, you're tripping, though. I mean, <laughs> you're allowed to have your own taste. But. <laughs> Teddy was using autopilot before autopilot existed. Dude, I was explaining, Alex has a, um, we have a young lady helping us move stuff out of the house as we organize and put shit on eBay and stuff like that. And her car's all janky. And I was explaining about how I used to drive cars with no brakes. You know, I had a, I borrowed a car when I first met Alex that if it went below five miles an hour, it shut off. So I'd have to drive all the way from Frisco to Breckenridge without the car, sh- like getting below five, which means that no one could stop, which means I had to time shit out perfectly, like no stopping, you know how stressful that is, you know? But you know how strong that's made me? <laughs> I can deal with a lot because I did it for a long time. I did it for weeks until the car finally broke. <laughs> Candy store for homeless people is a hell of a business model. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll make a profit. I don't know how to charge them. I felt bad because I was like, dude, he probably hasn't eaten in fucking two days. But, you know, it's like you can't. You can't be doing this shit, you know? 
Teddy's been watching the vlogs for a while now. Any new vlogs going to come out? Yeah, I'm going to do a vlog on uh, my new painting process as I get better at it. I can feel like I can explain it more. Um, There'll be more stuff from the shop. Now that the guys are more comfortable, I feel like I was talking to Eric today, like the two years, you know, the last two years have been around really like building them up and like, you know, getting them prepared. And I feel like now we're kind of like getting into our own. The shop is a brand new thing, you know, and I think the way the internet works and even the way my brain works, you, you open something and you think instantly, you know, everything's going to be done and it's, and it's not. And it's just like this building process. And the more stuff that I, for a while I was wrestling with whether or not I wanted to even stay. And then now that I'm fully back in, it's like real fun to like build it up and out. So, um, there'll be more vlogs. They're just, <clears throat> it, it does take you out to, f to film kind of takes you out of the creative process sometimes. So I made a new rule where all the cameras now have to be on tripods when I'm in the shop so that I can easily get up and turn them on instead of, you know, if they're not set up and ready to go, then you're going to fuck, you know, it's going to be harder to do because you got something in your way. Like any obstacles you put in your way, they're going to make it harder, which, which leads me to fucking FedEx office. Fuck you. You fucking piece of shit. Let me tell you about how I had to make purchase the other day. Cause I fucking realized on some bullshit, some bull Shit, I don't know what button this is. Say what? Yeah, some bullshit. I'm at fucking FedEx blowing up a copy from 12, no. 12 by 18 to 24 by 36, which is 200%. It's pretty easy to do there. They have an oversized scanner. You just, and it does it. Dude, it's like $6 copy. And I was like, wait a second. I'm going to do 108 of these. That's fucking 600 bucks, you know, more than 600 bucks. It's like, how much is one of these fucking copiers? 600 bucks. That's <laughs> like not the same one, but one that'll do the size I need. So I was mulling it over. And then on New Year's Day, they were closed, closed. I hate the fact that motherfuckers are closed on New Year's Day, bro. Like, how are you going to make a New Year's resolution to kill it and then take the day off? It don't make no sense. <coughs> I hate it. So they're closed, so I had to do this shit old school hillbilly way, which is make, I literally spent 45 minutes to an hour making copies and sections, cutting it out, lightboxing it, putting it all together, and I'm like, this would have taken 15 fucking seconds at FedEx, and so, because they needed their holiday, which isn't a holiday at all, they fucking, I had to do this shit. I know these are... Very first world problems, but I was mad. So I got the copier. Because now, if I'm going to do this a hundred times, I'm just going to... That way I don't have to deal with it. Because every time I go over there, there's some fuck shit. Somebody was talking about my tattoos. And they want to show me the tattoos that they got from other people, which I don't quite understand. And, like, the next time I see a fucking chef, I'm going to fucking be like, Hey, man. You always like, hey, I'm a chef. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, man. I ate at Ruth Chris last night. Like, I'm going to do that. Because that's how people be treating tattooers. Acting like I give a shit, you know? They'd be like, hey, I didn't get tattooed by you. I got these fucking silly tats. It's like, cool. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, well, I'm a tattooer. You think I would just, like, love all tattoos? I don't understand. And sometimes the employees there will use the front stuff that's, like, self-service for their jobs. And I don't want to have to make the argument. I want to turn in to a Karen, a man Karen. But... You know, I keep it to myself. I keep it bottled up. But really, shouldn't you be in the back 
doing it back there since I can't go back there and use the open machine. Like, get your ass off my machine. It's my machine right now. I'm paying $5 for this shit. So I got my own. Fuck these motherfuckers. Can't stop me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My samurai suit's not here yet because shipping's taking forever. But it'll be here soon. It'll be here soon. Um. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Castillo says that his times of silence are in car rides. I don't believe that. I don't believe for a fucking second that you ride in silence. I don't believe that one bit. <clears throat> Unless maybe your car radio doesn't work. But you see people with AirPods in all the time, which I think is insane. Driving with AirPods is a wild move. Like noise-canceling driving? It's, it's nuts. People are way too crazy with the driving. Oh. All right. I don't know if I got much else, guys. You, uh, fucking holler at me real quick. If you got something, let me check my notes real quick. And uh, I'm going to get out of here soon. I'm fucking starving. I've been here all day. Let's see what I got written down. I, it's all... Oh, well, the reason why this is called public domain is because Mickey Mouse or, you know, Steamboat Willie entered the public domain, which if you don't know, that means that basically the copyright has expired, which means anybody can use it commercially, which is a little enticing. I mean, I got to say, it's enticing to do some shit with old Steamboat. I could do, I mean, some paintings I would do anyway with any of them. It'd be cool to do some, mix some stuff up. But of course, because culture is the fucking real decider of all things. Uh, just like when this happened with Winnie the Pooh, when we got Winnie the Pooh, the horror movie, they immediately announced a Steamboat Willie horror movie as well. I never saw the Winnie the Pooh one, but I just, I think, you know, there's so many things that could be done that are cool, but nope. You know, like just some slasher film ridiculousness is what people will actually watch, you know, so it's kind of crazy. And the other... You know, Superman, Batman, they're all up. They're up soon. Next couple of years, it's over for them, too. So, uh, yeah, man. You know, we could do a... soon. Right now, you could do a Steamboat Willie versus Sherlock Holmes death battle, and no one could do anything about it. You could sell that comic book. You could do it. <laughs> Steamboat Willie travels to... The, the present day from a time machine in whatever year he was to meet. Oh, I could do a comic where he meets my bear character, you know, and my bear character shows him the world as it is now. All right. Pre-orders are up. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. 108 paintings are canceled. I'm doing the Steamboat Willie comic book. But yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. See the chat's already talking about, uh, the horror movie. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Nah, they can't. Uh, they say it feels like Disney's going to pull some Illuminati BS. They can't. It's over, dog. They exhausted it. They exhausted it. Have I ever wanted to create a comic book? Yeah, I have. I made one in middle school with my friends. Uh, who knows where that is? But I do. I think it would be cool. Or like, 
Yeah, I mean, some sort of something like that, like comment. I've you know my little bear guy. I've thought about doing stuff with, um, like an actual series, but it just has to come to you. You know, like that idea is pretty cool. The cool that's a pretty. I mean, that's honestly one of the better ideas I've had. But just like what to do with them, you know, like what story you really want to tell. And I don't think you have to have it all worked out, but. Right now with that character, I just like him, and I just like doing stuff with him. So <clears throat> we'll see what ends up happening with that. But yeah, I mean, I have do. I mean, I have millions of different things that I want to do. It's just about actually doing them, which takes carving out the time. It's like if I set out a year to paint big stuff, you know, then maybe the next year I'll be like, you know what I want to do this year is make a comic book. You know, so I just... Uh, gotta start knock knocking shit out. You know, it's like, hey, I wanted to do uh YouTube videos, and I told my friend I want to make it big on YouTube. I did that, you know, and now it's time to do something else. Would DMing you on Twitter be the best place to talk about buying a painting? Yeah, I mean that's fine. Pretty much anywhere. I mean, email is easier to keep up with just because it like, you know, refreshes in my shit. And like sometimes DMs can, depending on what I post, the DM can get crazy sometimes still. Um, but yeah, I mean, any, you can contact me anywhere. I think you probably get me. It might take longer on certain places, but yeah, I'll, I'll see it. I'm sure. Um, all right. Let me think in my head if there's, I don't know if there's anything else I got. Nothing really uh, politically. I've checked out once I saw the all the smoke and mirror bullshit people are argue, people are arguing about. I love it. I mean, I I love. I said it last time. I just love how horrible people have made internet feeds because as soon as you open it, you're like, oh yeah, no, let me just go get go let me go get to work on what I'm doing. You know, it's like it's invaluable. Like in life, there are certain things that are invaluable, and like one thing I think that is invaluable is having a loser that you know you know and if you know a loser then you know you have to keep your distance but you'll always have a barometer of a direction not to go in and the internet is full of fucking losers so you're like constantly like look look at these people who give a fuck about what this what this celebrity's doing look at these people who like it's it's such great warnings to be like these people are not winning. They're they're not focused, you know. And you just you know, whoop, right off onto your journey. It's great. It's great to have goals <laughs> and just get out the way, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, actually, the sorry paintings. I did another one. Another guy hit me up for one, and I sold him one. Um, I'm dad, dude. Those are uh like. I like doing those and they're, you know, fairly simple. It's like one of those things that it's uh quick to do. So they're not like crazy expensive and uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, Cause I mean, my big Japanese stuff, I mean, those take like, <clears throat> they're taking like 20 to 40 hours. Sometimes I'm even counting the drawing time. So uh, those are definitely more, <laughs> you know, and I don't even know if I'll, I probably won't sell any of those until I'm done with them all. I may take reservations for some if people start getting into them, but I'm not painting with the intention to sell either. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just 
doing it to create. I'm not thinking about money. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm just letting it all go. And just be like, let's see what happens. You know, let's just put our fucking dick in the wind and see if it gets chopped off. And hopefully not. Hopefully fucking not. Peace. Oh, money, baby, oh, money, baby.